A crazy Karen gets her kids banned from a daycare. This happened about 10 years ago. I worked at a grocery store childcare center, and we would do all kinds of fun things with the kids. Movie parties, pizza parties, we would play video games with them, make crafts, story time. It was an absolute blast to work there, and I just adored all of the kids as we'd get to know them, as well as the parents shopping there weekly. Overall, it was a great experience. That is, except for one mom. Let's just call her Karen. We created this entire environment of fun for the kids from the time they walked up to get signed in until they left. It was winter and we had built a fireplace for the kids to hang their stockings on that was on the outside window so parents could see what they made while in the play place along with a banner that announced a movie night that was hanging across the front of the sign-in area so the kids would walk under it as their parents signed them in. It was high enough up for adults to walk under but not super high up. Two of our regulars came in, two girls that were four and six years old and as Karen was signing them in she got a phone call so she pretty much ignored her girls from there. Both of them were jumping up trying to tap the banner, but one of them accidentally pulled it, and it tore a little bit. I said very nicely, as I knew these kids and knew that they were not jerks. Hi girls, can you do me a big favor and not tap the banner? It looks like it might need a little bit of fixing and it might fall down. At that moment, Karen slams her hand down on the sign-in desk to get my attention, while still on the phone, not looking at her kids. She says, Don't you dare parent my children. I'm their mother. I will parent them. I told her to please do so as we worked very hard on the banner and didn't want it destroyed or for the kids to get hurt. She was not happy and turned around to tell the girls they were not going in today. Then turned back and shot me an evil look with a smirk as she put her phone away. Both girls started crying. The mom was all, no no, stop it. You are not going. Let's go shopping now and grabs one of them, the six year old, by the arm and starts pulling her away. The other kid just lost it and had the biggest meltdown I had ever ever witnessed and Karen grabbed her by the arm as well and told her to shut up and that they were going home and she'll come back without them. Meanwhile I'm just standing there watching it all unfold like is this lady crazy? She now has both girls by their arms in that mom grip we all do and is going to drag them out. She turns back to me and says something akin to I hope you're happy that you caused this and I guess she could read my face because I didn't say anything and she got even madder. She dropped one of the kids arms and started ripping stockings that kids had made off the fireplace and started tossing them to the ground. At that point I just called the front desk and told them what was happening and they sent a manager right over to deal with it. Karen ended up getting her kids banned from the play place for three months. It was all on camera so she couldn't deny it. She never apologized and eventually she still brought them once her ban was over. This Karen is the type of lady who absolutely will leave a bad review simply because you didn't say thank you at the checkout. What an absolute garbage human being. And the fact that she was ripping stockings off of this fireplace and throwing it on the ground is just icing on the cake. I can't believe they let her come back. That should have been a lifetime ban. And it's unfortunate for the kids because based on the original poster, the kids were apparently really good kids. But that's unfortunately usually the case when one of your parents is an absolute Karen. The kids probably act incredibly nice and polite to make up for their garbage parents that are raising them. Really crazy stuff. If I was a manager, that lady would have been banned for life. You can't start destroying somebody's property and expect to get away with it. Am I the jerk for calling my daughter fat? My daughter is obese. I won't sugarcoat it. She's 14 years old and she was recently diagnosed with prediabetes. She no longer attends school because she felt so insecure she would have meltdowns every day before school. I honestly think she was just putting up a show so she didn't have to go. I mean, what kid likes school? My ex and I have three kids, a 22-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a 14-year-old. Larry, who is 16 years old, was diagnosed with autism at the 
the age of three. Jen, our 14-year-old, is in the process of an autism diagnosis. As she grows older, she's gotten more and more argumentative and refuses to do things when asked. I'll tell her to clean her room and she'll explain that she has, but when I go to check, things have been messily put into drawers and boxes. I tell her it isn't good enough and she gets all snappy and says, well, maybe if I had a half-decent father who taught me how to clean, I'd be able to do it properly. Jen is now at her mother's house most of the time and she doesn't act out at all over there. According to my ex, her room is perfectly fine and she is able to maintain the cleanliness without a problem. So I know she does it just to spite me. Jen used to be at my mother's house once a week and mine the next week, but she loves to be horrible to me and now only visits every fortnight on the weekend. On a Saturday, Jen sat me down and told me she wanted therapy to discuss her eating problems. She told me her mother agreed and it was a good idea and she wanted my consent. I asked her what she needed therapy for as she is the only one who controls what goes in her body. Jen explodes on me, telling me that it was my fault she was obese and that whenever she would visit for a week, all I would do is throw away takeout on her plate. And whenever my ex tried to correct her eating habits by giving her healthy alternatives, it was too late because she began to depend on unhealthy foods as a source of happiness because she would be constantly in the house until 9 p.m. alone and would always hear me argue with her mother on the phone. I told Jen she was being unreasonable and told her to get a grip. I told her I didn't force the food down her throat. She did. And she can't blame me for her obesity. I told her she can't blame the world for her problems. Ever since then, Jen refuses to visit and won't even read my texts. I've tried showing up at the door, but if she answers and sees it's me, she will slam the door in my face. She won't talk to me at all, and I don't want to lose the love of my only daughter. But I think she is blowing things out of proportion just because her mother lets her do whatever she wants. She has been overdramatic since she was young, even gotten so far as to lie about her paranoia disorder and have panic attacks about being hurt whenever she was home alone. I know I'm not perfect, and I feel like I kind of messed up. It's not like Jen to not talk to me at all, or even acknowledge me. Am I the jerk? Yep, I can confidently say this guy is a massive jerk. The man in this situation is a terrible parent. I'm just going to go out there and say it. The fact that he would shift responsibility onto somebody else on what he fed his daughter growing up is more than enough reason for me to realize, oh yeah, his ex definitely didn't want to be with that. For him to blame his daughter for her own eating habits at the age of 14 is atrocious because it's not her fault what she was given to eat as a kid. It's the parent's fault. It blows my mind that he was trying to convince his daughter that, hey, I'm not responsible. I gave you the food. You just happen to eat it. It's your fault. When in reality, he's the one that gave her the bad food that she became addicted to. And the fact that he's so nonchalant and lazy about this is just absolutely appalling. I mean, I don't blame the little girl for not keeping a room clean. I'd keep that place as messy as possible, too. Overall, I really feel bad for the 14-year-old girl in this situation, and hopefully she can get the help that she needs from the parent that actually cares about her. Today, I messed up by laughing at a guy who got his arm ripped off at work. Well, this is going to be a rough one. I'm still reeling from shock of this whole situation. I work in a factory with a large number of large machines and such, and on any one day, we have numerous accidents, not due to equipment failure, but more so the lack of attention put on the actual jobs themselves. So it's not unusual to see someone's hand ripped open from an accident on the job. There's probably 12 guys on the night shift crew, which is the first mistake here. That number is drastically low. This is an 8,000 square foot factory, and 12 guys, including myself, run it all and train new hires. Well, tonight of all nights, we had three guys call out, and I have to train a new hire, only having been there a month myself. So we're horrendously understaffed for a system that runs incredibly fast. And on top of all 
that I have probably one of the most unaware and idiotic people I have ever met. And when I mean idiotic, I mean this guy was stupid. He probably would have eaten a rock if I told him it tasted good. We get maybe an hour into the shift as I'm training him, and I work with a very large system of presses, metal presses with belts that run them, and these belts are up to 3,000 RPMs. So as we work, he's helping me, and I'm giving this guy the simplest task possible to avoid an accident. Then one of the supervisors comes in and finally gives me a rundown, and in 30 seconds or so, we are taking this new hire over to the belts, and I believe he tried to grab a piece of cloth or something behind it, failing to realize that the machine is running, and as he's grabbing the cloth and pulling it out, the cloth catches on the belt and rips his arm off, like clean tear right around the mid-bicep. I immediately rip my belt off and wrap it as tight as I can around this dude's arm to stop him from bleeding out. I call code over the radios and everyone runs over. Now here's where things get really messed up on my part. All this guy could think about was the gas prices as he's bleeding out. I'm gonna have to stop working and the gas prices are gonna be ridiculous. Well, this supervisor that I was talking to comes over and he kicks the dude's now severed arm and says, Well, gas is really costing people an arm and a leg now. And at this point, I'm so nervous, I just burst out laughing. I don't know what came over me, but I just started hysterically laughing. So I'm sitting there, holding this dude's arm, belt around it, and my feet on the other side of the belt, pushing it to get as much force on the artery as possible. Laughing like a psycho, and lo and behold, the plant manager comes around, absolutely enraged, because he only heard me laughing, and walks around to find the situation. So I'm probably going to lose my job. They sent everyone home on a paid day off. I'm currently on administrative leave until further notice. The guy made it to the hospital in one condition, all things considered, I was told. There's a lot of questions I have, but mostly, why on earth would they allow someone who's new around this dangerous of equipment? The place this original poster works at sounds entirely unsafe. I mean, there has got to be so many OSHA violations, it's not even funny. If you don't know what OSHA is, OSHA is the organization that prevents this. It prevents people from losing their arms. And this situation clearly has some OSHA violations. I mean, that's absolutely unacceptably dangerous. The fact that this is happening on a regular basis is proof enough that my man needs to get another job. Get out and get out fast. And I don't blame him for laughing. I probably would have started laughing too. Maybe not out of anxiety, but maybe out of just pure trauma. This guy's arm is sitting probably three feet away as you're trying to press down on his artery to prevent him from unaliving. That's pretty traumatic. The original poster goes on to say that no, they were not able to reattach this guy's arm. But he did say how they did report this to OSHA. It doesn't sound like anything's going to come from it, though. And even worse, this guy goes on to say how he's not going to leave this job because he says it's, quote, a fairly safe job. No, my dude, this is not a safe job, and you absolutely need to get out before you lose your arm. My boyfriend has become obsessed with cryptocurrency, and it's causing problems in our relationship. My boyfriend has been on the crypto scene for a few years now. He hasn't struck big, as far as I know, and is glued on his phone watching stocks drop and rise. I have zero interest in cryptocurrency, and I don't think I'll see myself using it for a long while. Recently, he's been hyping up NFTs. To me, they're a get-rich-quick scam with a lot of snags. They are also heavily discouraged in the art community, except for the wealthy, skilled artists who choose to participate in them. So I don't wish to associate my art with them until a possible better solution arises. I've already discussed my discomfort with my boyfriend whenever he speaks to me about them, and he always looks incredibly disappointed in me, calling me old-fashioned and afraid of getting rich. I said, if they're so successful, why are there people 
people still trying hardcore to sell them? And why is it so full of controversies like stolen art and such? He'd brush off my concerns and say these people aren't doing it right, like making bad investments and such. He asked me one day if he could mint my art, and I was very much against it. I told him if he took my art without my consent, I'd throw a DMCA notice at him without hesitation. It's my art and my intellectual property. He blew up at me and said I wasn't thinking about our future together. He was always thinking of helping us both get rich faster and stay secure, and I wasn't being supportive. I told him he can do what he wants with his cryptocurrency, but leave me and my art out of it. We haven't talked since. I don't understand. All this cryptocurrency talk has changed him, and now it's all he talks about. I don't care for it. But then he says I'm afraid of getting rich? What am I going to do? What am I doing wrong? I'm honestly surprised that this woman is still with this guy, to be completely honest with you. The way he's talking to her and down to her at that is really disgusting behavior. NFTs definitely seem super sketchy and very unreliable. It really does seem like a get-rich-quick scam, and there really is a lot of controversy surrounding it. I have a lot of artist friends who absolutely despise NFTs and want nothing to do with them, so I completely understand where this woman is coming from when she says that she does not want her art associated with that garbage. It seems like this guy is desperate to get rich so he can get out of his crappy job and have some incredible amount of money that he can just bank on the rest of his life, but that is just not going to happen. In my opinion, she needs to have a serious conversation with him if she really wants to try and make this relationship work. Overall, it sounds like this guy was overstepping boundaries and not listening to his girlfriend, and in my opinion, she can do much better than this crypto bro. My boyfriend flew to Alaska to cheat on me. My now ex-boyfriend cheated on me while he was on a college trip to Alaska. This college trip did not happen. We had a good relationship, we rarely fought, and we had a good life together. We loved making plans together and enjoyed each other's company. We even had a cruise booked for July 30th of that year, and we had our plane tickets booked for July 29th for the cruise. Around the end of February, my boyfriend had told me he was going on some supposed college trip with his professor and some classmates to Alaska for a banking convention, is what he said, for 10 days, and that he would be leaving on March 5th and returning back on March 15th. It was such a late notice, and the strangest part was he never gave me details about the trip or anything, even when I asked. The entire time he was in Alaska, he called me maybe three times a day. He FaceTimed me, texted me constantly, and he never showed any signs of distress. On March 14th, he called me to let me know he'd be flying home early because he ran out of money. His story didn't make sense, but I trusted him, so I didn't push him any further. He never acted different when he came back, never showed any odd behavior. He even brought me back a stuffed animal from the trip. Last Saturday, we even went on a date and had a good time together. Everything went down on March 21st, when I was playing Apex Legends with a friend at 2 in the morning. One of my friends that I play with has me added on Facebook, so I thought I'd message that friend on Facebook Messenger to see if he wanted to join me. I honestly hardly ever check Facebook Messenger. Well, I see I had a message request. When I opened it, I saw it was some girl letting me know that my boyfriend flew to Alaska to spend time with her friend and they did the dirty together, and that he even tried to assault her, so the girl kicked him out of the house early. So that overall explains why he came home early. She even sent me pics of him in her bed and them eating at IHOP together. I was completely stunned. My heart dropped to my knees. I confronted my boyfriend the next day and his response was, you're crazy. They're lying. I never cheated on you. I hung out with them for one day. He ignored me for two days and even hid from me. I never messaged the girl back due to the fact that she sent me everything I needed to know. I posted a TikTok about being heartbroken and apparently somehow that upset him 
him so bad that he wouldn't speak to me. Yet there's picture proof of him in some girl's bed. This isn't the first time he's cheated on me. He cheated on me once before and I took him back. Last night, he called me to let me know that his parents think it's best that him and I don't talk for a week. He said, I need a break from you because you posted on TikTok. I told him we needed to communicate because he still hasn't even talked to me about what happened in Alaska. Since then, I haven't heard from him and he seems to not even care about what he did to me or our five-year relationship. I don't even know how I'm going to heal from what he did. What am I going to do? Okay, the first thing that comes to mind before I even get into what this guy did, why on earth would you take him back if he cheated? Once a cheater, always a cheater. You don't need that in your life. But more importantly, this man is an absolute scumbag. He flew to Alaska to go cheat on somebody. Do you know what's in Alaska? No offense, but there's nothing. There is nothing in Alaska except for polar bears, ice, and misery. All jokes aside, why would this person fly all the way to Alaska just to cheat? I mean, does this relationship not mean anything to them? Five years go just completely down the drain as this guy wants to hook up with some lady from Alaska. What a terrible life decision. There were so many opportunities for him not to do this too. The fact that he would lie and say it's some kind of college trip and then the booking of the flight and then him actually getting on the flight to fly to Alaska. I mean, there were so many opportunities for him to do the right thing and say, no, I'm not going to do this. It's a very unfair situation and she absolutely does not deserve this kind of trauma. So I hope she gets the help that she needs and that she's able to move on from this. Today I messed up by printing my resume on my work printer several states away. So I hate my company. HR and management are deceitful and out of touch. My workload is insane, requiring me to work about 60 hours a week and at least one weekend day just to keep up. Compensation is well below industry standard. Basically, the only good thing about this job is that it's 100% remote work, meaning I don't have to deal with a commute. I get to work in peace and quiet and hang out with my dog all day. And I'm not subjected to run-ins with people I hate. So that part of the job has been pretty sweet until today. I've been slumming with this job for about a year, so I figure it's about time to move on. So like anyone, I not only added my current experience to my resume, I proofread the crap out of the whole thing because I'm better at spotting errors on paper than on a screen. I decided to print off a copy to mark up, so I hit print and wait to hear the telltale sound of the printer firing up, but nothing is heard. So I go on and fiddle with the printer trying to see if the ink is too low or if the paper's out or if it's just connected to the Wi-Fi or something's going wrong there. I try printing the document a few more times, but it seems like my laptop is just not communicating with my printer. Finally, I do what I should have done before I printed the thing in the first place. Check what printer I'm printing to. I do, and it's not to my printer. It's to the printer at my workplace. My workplace in Pittsburgh. I live in Boston. I texted my coworkers who actually live in Pittsburgh and report to the office, and they think it's the funniest thing they have ever heard in their lives. They have been at the company for longer than me, claim that people have done much worse things and not been fired or meaningfully disciplined. But of course, I'm still mortified and feeling like a complete idiot. They also assure me that they'll make a mad dash to work Monday to try and snatch the resumes from the printer before anyone sees them. But I'm going to be sweating bullets all weekend because I messed up big time. This is really funny because this could very well happen to just about anybody, especially with nowadays where a lot of people do remote work like this could happen. I don't blame this guy for trying to get out of a job that they don't enjoy. There's nothing worse than waking up every morning and having to go in and work at a job that doesn't appreciate you, that underpays you and overworks you. So get out while you can. I don't blame him. But maybe next time, just be more aware of what printer you're printing to. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe for more. Turn on notifications so you never miss a video.